Previously on Two Up and Overloaded, we delved deep into the heart of East Malaysia, taking our little KTM 250 adventure on some truly adventurous roads through rugged jungle and lush palm oil orchards. But now we were headed to the coast and we're about to delve into a very different type of scenery. The ocean! Ooh. Yeah, from jungles to oceans, folks. Yeah. Yes! The ocean is something that we, as Chicagoans, from a big continent right in the middle, not close to any ocean, we are unfamiliar with. And we're also un equally unfamiliar with jungle. That's true. <laughs> That's true, but yeah. I understand forest and anything on land a lot better than I understand the creatures of the sea. That yeah. is a world that I do not know at all. There's things that sap you, there's things that sting you, there's things that bite yes. you, you know, like, uh-uh. So we left Bak Bak Beach. I wanted to say that one. Oh, you can say we it. We left Bak Bak Beach. <laughs> it is fun to say. To the, almost nearly the tip of Borneo, where we were going to stay. Yes, a little beachside cabin near the town of Kudat. We had to take a small road that felt more like a bike path. to our, as Marissa calls it, a, a beach front resort. I do like these little small roads. They're like bike paths back in the States. But here, yeah, this is two-way traffic, yeah. There's a couple little like wooden bridges that we, we rode over. Yeah. And we were in more of a, a rural area, which is exactly what we want. So we were following Google Maps and it said, oh, it should be right around here. Oh, little, little puppies. I saw your, your sibling up the street. And unfortunately, we didn't see the correct road to get to this beachside cabin. And mm -hmm. we kind of got stuck in this little uh, area between houses where there was yeah. a lot of sand. Well, the problem was is there were some roadside houses and buildings and structures and then apparently some beach side on the on the other side but we don't know what we're looking for and so i'm just kind of riding around like an idiot and then i got us stuck in this little field that was clearly a dead end of somebody's backyard <laughs> i do back back But thankfully, there was a lovely woman that was like, these people need the guidance <laughs> of somebody useful. And uh, we asked her where it was. Oh, through here. Yeah. Okay, so motorcycle goes. She wants you to take the motorcycle through that. And she said, oh yeah, all you got to do is ride through this little tiny narrow cor corridor because you've gone the wrong way. 
Yeah, and I was like, I don't know if you're gonna fit, oh, but you it. did fit. Okay, there were hoses and boxes and. <laughs> oh, I got it. But yeah, that little 250 is just so like, Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. Yeah, you know? very maneuverable. And we weren't looking for a proper hotel or anything. This yeah. was a homestay. This is someone's property that they just opened up to tourists. It was very local and community oriented. And that was exactly what we liked. It was awesome. I saw it, we booked it for one night. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, is it available for tomorrow night too? And he was like, yes. And I said, okay, why don't you just go ahead and book us <laughs> again, because this is gonna be absolutely amazing. Wow, look at this. Oh my gosh, how cool. We got the romantic honeymoon suite cabin. Yeah. And with our own little balcony to look out and beautiful stuff, our own little you know, temporary cat it came with Aww. that followed us everywhere and let us pet it. And it was just, as soon as we saw what it was, I was very, very, very excited that we were gonna be spending a couple nights there. No air conditioning, extremely rustic, no hot water in the shower, but who needs that? Yeah. You are on the beach. The waves can come right underneath yeah. the house itself. I mean, how cool was that? It was perfect. story of two foreigners coming across an unexpected yet magical gem of Borneo, leaving us with a lasting experience we will never forget. Hey everyone, nice to have you here. We are Tim and Marissa Notier. I ride in the front and I'm in the rear. We travel the world and we pack too much gear. Oh, all the places we'll go. Through rain and through seed and through mud and through snow. Oh, all the, the things, things we'll see. We've been to a country or two or three. Oh, all the, the fun we've had. You have you along would make us real glad. So give us a like and, and hit subscribe to Join us along our epic ride. We were given these little biscuits. Yeah from, I believe her name is Zubeda, and she is the uh, person, yeah, running this awesome beach place. And look, Bean it's dip, homemade. Bean dip. I think it's uh, mung bean paste. Mung bean. <laughs> I have yet to try one. Can I have yeah, one? No, no ma'am. I'm not the biggest fan of things in the ocean. Yeah, but it's so beautiful. But Jason told us that story of a fish biting on his nipple. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that was like I got the stuff of nightmares. Fish bait going on here. <laughs> you know? Don't uh, no snorkeling for me. But pretty stuff. Mm-hmm. The tide was all the way out. 
Yeah, and uh, it was a very, very far distance that the tide went out to. Yeah, and but it exposed a lot. That's the part of the ocean I like, the part I can see, the stuff on the bottom. <laughs> you know, nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna get me. We're gonna take a little walk along the beach as the tide comes in, see what we can see. And they were, as we're walking through, there's like, I didn't think like starfish got much more exotic than like the weird, like some of them get like 40 legs, it's creepy. Yes! And there's like neon blue ones, and then there's like the king of all star, like it looked like, I'm gonna say Patrick from Spongebob, and I've seen that like <laughs> one time. This huge pink starfish thing. With super spikes. With super spikes, like super power spikes. It's amazing. Yes, but I had done my research and I knew that this type of starfish is not poisonous. Most starfish are not poisonous. And so we wanted to inspect it close up. Yep. Oh, not my favorite side. No? That is sandworm side. <laughs> Wowzers. This is cool. Marissa is much braver than I am. <laughs> I won't even touch this side of it. There's no way I was going to get bitten by a starfish. You can't get bitten by a starfish. No, they turned their, little, their toes into little boa constrictors. And it's, I wasn't going to risk it. They just eating you? They just eat you. Starfish are fascinating creatures. Like Tim said, they can have up to 40 arms and can lose arms and regrow them. They have no brains and will extend their stomachs outwards to swallow large prey. Starfish can live up to 35 years but can't live out of water for very long. So we made sure to put them back in the ocean right where we found them. And one thing that starfish and I have in common. What is that? Expanding stomachs and no brains. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I guess two things. <laughs> water is so warm and nice. Oh, it feels like the air temperature. It's amazing. And we finally get to the little dead coral island, which had mm. some live coral on it too, but it was just, you know, it was like an island made out of coral bones or whatnot, you know? Yeah, it was really cool. That was kind of our destination. We wanted to get out to this low tide island of dead coral look this tidal island that we're on is completely made out of coral like an atoll look at this it just crunches under my feet but even the island itself also had some strange living creatures on it including this green blob thing spider egg sack like it looks like wow. it was yeah Ooh, look at this green thing oh my gosh Check this out. Green and reds and purple. Like, and you don't Bright touch green. stuff. Don't touch oh, stuff like that. I don't know what it does. Weird little patterns. So bizarre. The under the ocean, and we're talking about inches. <laughs> crazy to me. I, we haven't even dived like deep, but I'm like, there's some exotic <laughs> craziness this far underneath there, the water. There is. Thank you.
way back to the beachside cabin and saw the most beautiful sunset. Over the ocean, skies of pinks and oranges and yeah. purples. And the clouds streaking across the sky. It was really yes. nice. Completely ruined, though, in my opinion, by the seafood dinner. Oh, <laughs> Tim doesn't like fish oh, or seafood. I don't. Yeah, pretty much every meal you had there was rice and a fried egg and Which some vegetables. Fine, because watching you eat your meals it was like, I no way. had some of the greatest seafood meals of my life. If you are a fan of seafood out there, you are going to be salivating over the meals that I had at this beachside cabin. Maybe not by the looks of it though, because nope. I really don't know how to eat crab properly and I just made a huge mess. I think that crab that I had that night was the messiest meal of my yeah. life, but so like worth it. a toddler eating chocolate ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I was. So good, like, so good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to everybody. <laughs> this is not how you eat crap, but it's really good. So the next morning, we woke up, and it was still cool in the morning. The whole night, the, the tide had come in, and it physically came in underneath our little abode. Uh, so we hear just the water splashing underneath us. It's, you know, most people have like little machines that make wave sounds and we had... The real thing. We had the real thing. wake up and we look outside and we went to sleep to a beautiful sunset and now here we are rising to a beautiful sunrise and perfection perfection we're gonna sit here and have tea and coffee and just watch the ocean roll in right underneath us it's amazing and to make it even more perfect. This is where I can agree food-wise. The homemade fresh donuts, is that where you're going yes, with? Yes, exactly. <laughs> they made their own baked goods yeah. at this place. And to have that gorgeous sunrise with the ocean right in front of you and then be offered a platter of freshly baked donuts. Yeah. Oh. 
Good morning, everyone. So this has been a fantastic morning so far. We watched the sunrise, then we took a little nap. Right now it is apparently the height of high tide, and so it's the perfect time to go snorkeling. So we're gonna get some snorkeling equipment and see what is below the surface of the waters out here. So the owner of the beachside cabin that we were at offered us a chance to go out on a boat to go snorkeling. All right, so we are getting a boat to go to the place to go snorkeling. I'm so excited, here we go. And we had made a friend there, our Scottish yeah. friend, Mark, and he said, yeah, I wanna join this boat snorkeling experience. And even though we are not uh, so familiar with the ocean, we wanted to really see more. After that walk on the beach the night before, we yeah. were like, wow, this ocean is amazing. Let's check it out by snorkeling way out in the ocean. Yay! The level of where Marissa and I on our snorkel like level experience, like we don't even know if they're called fins or Flippers. flippers so. I know. Some people say flippers, some people say fins, but and I I don't really know how to I'm use them flippers. very well. You have to like walk backwards and stuff. It's yeah. very awkward when you're on land. But yeah, I kind of like flippers. <laughs> yeah, flippers. That's so if we're with. wrong, you can tell us in the comments, but I call them flippers. And we put those on, we put our mask on. Yeah, my I got this this beard. It's not very manly, I know, but it's still there. But it's just it's enough to not make a flush mask thing, and I'm not gonna shave. It's hard to snorkel with a little bit of uh, facial hair because it doesn't make a really good seal. And so when I'm underwater, I kind of have to like hold the mask against my face, and then I have to plug my nose. So if I'm like, <laughs> I'm giving like myself like the Vulcan death grip on my face. It's so beautiful. And what's yes. weird to me, and I'm not under the water very often, if you all kind of assumed by now, but like, there's like this radioactive crackle. And I'm like, what is that? Yes, there is. The sounds of the ocean is really interesting. Yeah. And that coral was so beautiful out there. I mean, huge brain corals and weird kind of like fan things coming up and then the fish darting in and out, yellow fish, blue fish, black fish, all sorts of different colors. One fish, two fish. Uh <laughs> fish, blue fish. Blue fish, beautiful. The coral is so cool. The Sulu Sea, which is part of the Pacific Ocean, is a fairly small basin, covering only 260,000 square kilometers or 100,000 square miles but it's extremely biodiverse, as we were figuring out, because it was gorgeous down there. So here's an interesting fact. Bonus fact. The Star Trek character, Hikaru Sulu, is actually named after the Sulu Sea. Apparently, Gene Roddenberry said that he wanted a name to represent all of Asia and not a specific country, and so he chose the Sulu Sea.
But our time snorkeling in the ocean came to an end and we got out and back into the boat and headed back to shore. I'm a Klingon. Oh my gosh. Wow, that was so cool. We had a little bit more planned for the day after our exciting snorkeling. Uh, we wanted to go to the tip of Borneo. And That's right. We, there was more beaches to, to, to come in our immediate future. With a very, very different type of beach experience. This is true. One that we had never done the likes of before. So thank you so much for watching this video. I hope you liked it. If you did, please give us a big thumbs up and hit the subscribe button below. Ding, ding. And we'll be seeing you next time. Stay safe, everybody. And don't forget, if Patreon is your thing and you want to support our journeys, then you can click the link in the description below and join for as little as a dollar a month. And you'll get early access to our videos, ad-free, plus some exclusive content and updates and postcards, postcards from random places around the world that we meander to. That's right. We're sending out batches now. And uh, yeah, so sign up to our Patreon this if you would is like. True. And we, we want to thank everybody who has just recently signed up. We, we, we're so glad to have you aboard. And it's brought to you by viewers like you that, that help us push forward. So a million thanks to everybody out there. See you next time. Peace, everybody. Bye. Stay safe.